Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Welcome to Unexplained Extra with me, Richard McLean Smith. For the weeks in between episodes, we look at the stories that for one reason or other didn't make it into the show. In last week's episode, Under the Asphalt, we came across some strange goings-on taking place inside a South London housing estate in the 1970s. In particular, a section of the estate known as Frankham House. Some believe the building has been haunted ever since its construction in the 1930s, having been built on the site of Christ Church Cemetery, the church being knocked down to make way for the estate. Interestingly, many of the occupants who claim to have experienced the hauntings often spoke of seeing the figure of a tall man moving around their apartments. It brought to mind another South London ghost that is alleged to have plagued a property in neighbouring Brockley, not more than a kilometre from Frankham House. In the summer of 1910, the journalist and writer Elliot O'Donnell relayed a peculiar story in the London-based newspaper The Weekly Dispatch. As a writer of apparent true-life hauntings, he had got word of a terrifying apparition that had been stalking a house at the northern end of Brockley Road in London. After some diligent work, he managed to track down the house's former owners, a Mrs and Mr Evans. As O'Donnell maintained, both were well-educated, Mr Evans being a solicitor, and both were perfectly sane and rational in their outlook. Neither had the slightest hesitation in relaying their experiences to the writer, so convinced were they of what they had heard and seen. The disturbances had begun shortly after the couple had moved in to the Brockley Road house. Mrs Evans had been preparing dinner when she heard the rattling of a key in the front door lock. The sound of the door being opened and shut was then followed 
by the sound of footsteps running up the stairs. She called out to her husband, but received no reply. After a quick search of the house, she found that she was completely alone. Mr. Evans would not return back from work till later that evening. This strange sonic episode would continue to repeat itself on a fairly regular basis throughout Mr. and Mrs. Evans's occupancy. Although somewhat disturbed by the phenomena, they seemed little affected by it until one evening, having heard the sound at the front door again, Mr. Evans caught sight of a tall figure standing in the hallway just in front of the door. Though he couldn't see it clearly, it looked to be wearing a frock coat and top hat. Unsure quite what he was seeing, Mr. Evans approached the figure, only for it to vanish immediately. A few months later, due in part to the apparent hauntings, an unsettled Mrs. and Mr. Evans moved out of the property. Intrigued by their story, O'Donnell made his way to their old home, hoping to scope it out for himself. He arrived outside the three-storey, semi-detached townhouse one afternoon, but was disappointed to find it already occupied. After knocking on the door, he was greeted by a gaunt-looking elderly woman, who it turned out was only a caretaker, looking after the house while the owner searched for another tenant. It seemed Mrs and Mr Evans's story may have been putting off prospective buyers. O'Donnell spotted an opportunity and offered the woman a small fee to let him stay a couple of nights in the house. The caretaker gladly took the money and agreed to let the writer stay for two nights. A few hours later, O'Donnell returned to the property, escorted by his Irish terrier, who he had named Ghoul. The caretaker explained that she had kept a small fire burning for him in the kitchen and that she would be back at 7am the next morning. O'Donnell asked her if she had ever noticed anything strange there herself. Only the odd scratching sound on the stairs, she replied, which she put down to nothing more than mice scuttling about in the wainscoting. After setting down his things in the kitchen, with the last of the day's light all but gone, O'Donnell bent down and let Ghoul off his leash. Taking the candle left out by the caretaker, he lit the wick and proceeded to make his way throughout the house in search of the tall apparition in the top hat. Are you always taking care of your family? Do you often take care of others and not yourself? Now it's time to take care of yourself, to make time for you. You deserve it. Teladoc gives you access to a licensed therapist to help you get back to feeling your best, to feeling like yourself again. With Teladoc, You can speak to a licensed therapist by phone or video. Therapy appointments are available seven days a week from 7am to 9pm local time. If you feel overwhelmed sometimes, maybe you feel stressed or anxious, depressed or lonely, or you might be struggling with a personal or family issue, Teladoc can help. Teladoc is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy to change counsellors if needed, for free. Teladoc Therapy is available through most insurance or employers. Download the app 
or visit teledoc.com forward slash unexplained podcast today to get started. That's T-E-L-A-D-O-C dot com slash unexplained podcast. As O'Donnell went from room to room with only the flickering light of the candle's flame to guide him, it was hard to ignore the growing sense of anxiety accompanying his every move. Thankfully, Ghoul provided enthusiastic company, excitedly sniffing out the darker corners on his behalf. Having scoped out all ten of the rooms, O'Donnell proceeded to close all the window blinds and shut every door in the house. At the sound of eleven muffled gongs from a neighbouring clock, the writer and ghoul returned to the bottom of the stairs to begin their vigil. With the dog having finally settled down beside him, O'Donnell held up the candle and blew it out. Engulfed in perfect darkness, the pair sat and waited. Six hours later, apart from the usual cracks and creaks of any old house, O'Donnell heard and saw nothing untoward. The following morning, shortly after 7am, the caretaker returned, and O'Donnell and Ghoul left the property, arranging to return at 10pm that evening. Later that night, arriving again at the front door of the dimly lit house on Brockley Road, something was different. Though he couldn't quite put a finger on what it was himself, Ghoul certainly felt it too. Where before he had raced keenly into the house, that night, when the caretaker opened the front door, the dog became suddenly subdued and sat stubbornly on the front step, refusing to budge. It was only after O'Donnell gave him a few gentle nudges that he finally relented and made his way into the house. After seeing off the caretaker, O'Donnell proceeded to make the rounds, again with Ghoul in tow, only this time, rather than bound on ahead enthusiastically into each room, the dog refused to leave O'Donnell's side. Though he had no obvious reason to claim it so, the writer couldn't help feeling that on this occasion they were not alone. Just like the previous night, he closed the blinds and shut all the doors before taking a seat at the bottom of the stairs. Ghoul refused to stay still, whining and scratching irritably at the floor. Trying to ignore the dog's obvious discomfort, O'Donnell held up the candle once more and snuffed out its flame. It wasn't long after that the writer claimed to have heard the unmistakable sound of a key being placed inside the front door lock. O'Donnell called out, but there was no reply. Straining to see in the dark, he listened in terror at the sound of the front door opening. Only not for a moment did he see the street revealed to him from outside. The sound was followed by the slamming shut of an unseen door and the sensation of something rushing past him and tearing up the stairs. Next, Staring up into the darkness behind him, O'Donnell heard a long and mournful sigh. 
turning to look again towards the front door, he drew a sharp breath. There in the hallway stood a large figure, dressed in what looked like a top hat and frock coat. Terrified and excited in equal measure, O'Donnell dared not move for fear that the apparition might suddenly vanish. Feeling as if time were no longer in motion, eventually he drew himself up and approached the figure. Convinced he was witnessing something not of this world, it was his primary objective to ascertain if the ghost, if that's what it was, was aware of him. O'Donnell would later claim that as he drew nearer, he was able to see the figure in more detail. At over six foot tall, it looked as though it were leaning against the front door, its skin pale and luminous, and its eyes betraying a deep sorrow. My friend, he asked, as he crept ever closer, is there anything I can do for you? But there was no reply. Finally close enough to touch it, O'Donnell reached out for its hand, and the figure completely disappeared. The following morning, a deeply shaken O'Donnell made a visit to the local milkman, Mr Johnson, who he had been told might know more about the history of the house. According to Johnson, who was all too familiar with its haunted reputation, the place had once been rented by a Mr Perry Stevens. At some point, the man's son, John Stevens, who worked for a city bank, had got into trouble with gambling debts and attempted to cover them by committing forgery at the bank. After being found out for the crime, he had apparently sought refuge in his father's house. For days, Perry Stevens kept an eye out for police, while his son lay hiding inside the building, under the floorboards. The police would eventually discover John's hiding place, and he would be convicted and sentenced to jail for seven years. Embarrassed and disgraced by the ordeal, Perry Stevens, who was often seen walking the local streets dressed in his frock coat and top hat, soon after travelled to the town of Ramsgate on the south coast of England. It is there that he is said to have made his way to the top of the nearby cliffs and jumped to his death. If you enjoy listening to Unexplained and would like to help supporters, you can now go to unexplainedpodcast.com forward slash support. All donations, no matter how large or small, are massively appreciated. All elements of Unexplained are produced by me, Richard McLean Smith. Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes and feel free to get in touch with any thoughts or ideas regarding the stories you've heard on the show. Perhaps you have an explanation of your own you'd like to share. You can reach us online at unexplainedpodcast.com or on Twitter at unexplainedpod. Now it's time to take care of yourself, to make time for you. Teladoc gives you access to a licensed therapist to help you get back to feeling your best. Speak to a licensed therapist by phone or video 
anytime between 7am to 9pm local time, seven days a week. Teladoc therapy is available through most insurance or employers. Download the app or visit teladoc.com forward slash unexplained podcast today to get started. That's T-E-L-A-D-O-C dot com slash unexplained podcast. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash slash iHeart.